This is the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for August and September of 2020. Into the dog days of summer we go. Across the Great American Corn Belt, crops are progressing toward harvest. This crop looks to be one for the ages as no major weather event has slowed its progress during the growing season. However, a derecho winds which swept through much of the Midwest on August 10th compromised millions of acres of corn. The impact of that will need to be measured further, but likely not until combines slowly roll through it. COVID-19 remains very real and continues to have a big impact on grain markets. The USDA weighed in with their latest WASDE report on August 12th. In the report, the USDA reported American farmers can expect a record corn harvest of 15.3 billion bushels coming off this fall based on a record yield projection of 181.8 bushels per acre. This was up 12% from last year. This pushed 2020-21 corn ending stocks to 2.76 billion bushels, an increase of 10 million bushels from last month. Old crop ending stocks came at 2.29 billion bushels, putting corn in an increasingly comfortable spot. Global corn stocks increased on the bigger American production. The USDA soybean estimate came in at 4.42 billion bushels with a record national yield of 53.3 bushels per acre. Last year, American soybean yield came in at 47.4 bushels per acre, so much less than what is estimated this year. If realized, this crop, this year's crop will top the soybean crop of 2016-17 of 52 bushels per acre. This new crop estimate pushed new crop ending stocks to 610 million bushels, up from the 425 million bushel estimate last month. The old crop soybean ending stocks were decreased 5 million bushels to 615 million bushels. USDA wheat production estimates were up from last month at 1.84 billion bushels. However, soft red winter wheat, which is most of what is grown in Ontario, was down 3 million bushels at 277 million bushels. On August 15th, wheat and corn futures were lower than the last market trends report. Soybean futures were the same. September 2020 corn futures were at 324 a bushel. The November 2020 soybean futures were at 898 a bushel. And the September 2020 Chicago wheat futures closed at $5 a bushel. Minneapolis September 2020 wheat futures closed at 497 a bushel with a September 2021 contract closing at 551 a bushel. And the nearby old futures as of August 15th closed at $42 and one cent a barrel, up from the nearby futures recorded in the last Market Trends report of $40.59 a barrel. The average price of U.S. ethanol on August 15th in the U.S. was $1.51 a U.S. gallon, down from $1.58 recorded in the last Market Trends report. And the Canadian dollar noon rate on August 14th was 0.7547 U.S. higher than the 0.7367 U.S. reported here in the last Market Trends report. The Bank of Canada's lending rate remained at 0.25%. In Ontario, wheat harvest is into the final stages in eastern and northern Ontario. Wheat quality and yields were good, and lots of fields running from 80 to 110 bushels in many fields. And with such a big geographic area in Ontario, you always have wide variability. There were issues with drought, insects, and even too much rain. However, all in all, many farmers appreciated the opportunity to harvest wheat in 2020 after such an off-wheat year in 2019. Rotation is so important. Basis levels have retreated in Ontario for soybeans and wheat, but not necessarily corn. Part of this basis decrease is due to the continuing strengthening of the Canadian dollar. As of August 15th, at 0.7547 U.S., this continues to need to be watched as always. The Canadian dollar has a direct effect on Ontario soybean and wheat prices. Corn basis is a bit of a different animal and will likely be inc- see increased flux 
as we are moving into September. There will be an early harvest this year in parts of Ontario. Of course, much of that will depend on where you are in Ontario. Generally speaking, crops are good, but there are always variations on the theme. Dry weather has haunted many farmers in eastern Ontario at many points in the growing season, and that continues. There also has been localized flooding in some locales with parts of Huron and Middlesex County, receiving local downpours of 5 inches. And as we head into September, it goes without saying, farmers need good weather to bring this crop home. And you can see all our Ontario grain prices going to the marketing section of our website. Now the bottom line is USDA has confirmed some of the biggest crops ever in the United States. However, it's still a bit of a journey until harvest. That came into focus even more as a directional wind swept over big parts of the American Corn Belt on August 10th. This inline hurricane is not new, but this one was widespread. And at the present time, it looks like 37 million acres have been affected. Many corn and soybean fields are flat and yield compromised. The USDA took their survey on August 1st, so none of the crop damage will be reflected. Earlier estimates of crop damage are said to be in the 300 to 500 million bushel corn estimates, which is huge for crop loss in August. And as we move forward, USDA will, will have another estimate of yield on September 12th. Price movement into that report will be telling. With December corn at 338, can we expect movement back over 360 or 370? Now, soybeans will likely see some type of yield estimate decline going forward, but their situation is somewhat different than corn. At the present time, Brazil has run out of soybeans after an exhaustive shipping season to China. China has been buying American soybeans in big chunks, and this will likely continue, especially with the Brazilians tapped out. Commercial demand is strong based on an inverted forward curve of future spreads, and in other words, something is going on. One grain analyst from the United States described it as a great Chinese soybean robbery as he lamented the sub-$9 purchases. Is that notion right? Well, of course, nobody knows, but China has come back into the American soybean market aggressively, and this can only be good for price outlook. As is with the Direco and the increased Chinese buying, that 610 new crop ending stocks number could erode quickly. Looking into next year, it means Brazil better avoid any type of soybean production calamity as it will send market prices higher. Now for corn, corn prices don't really excite anybody at these levels, with September currently near 324 a bushel. However, a Direco recount is certainly in the offing, and with renewed Chinese corn buying, a move up in futures cannot be negated. Sure, we have a record yield dialed in, but for the rest of August, the dry weather forecast might cut that yield. In fact, these might be the highest yields USDA will put in for the year based on the Direco winds and the optimistic 181.8 bushel estimate. As we move into September, expect good yields from reports as combines roll, but the total crop will likely retreat. The September 2020-December 2020 corn future spread is currently minus 13.5 cents, as of August 15th, which is considered sideways, seasonally corn prices tend to bottom into October, but with COVID, it's hard to say. The current spot contract is currently priced in the 19th percentile of the past five-year distribution range. Now, for soybeans, Chinese buying of American soybeans has been frenetic compared to 2019 and the last part of 2018, which has been good for American soybean prices. Brazil has had a good run, but now it's time for the Chinese to continue buying U.S. soybeans. An argument can be made the Chinese robbed the Americans by buying too many soybeans, sub-$9. Prices may have to move up to see where the Chinese demand gets tempered.
The August USDA report was berry soybeans with record estimates. However, that was pre-direco and pre-dry weather forecast, which has taken over as we go into late August. Soybean yields are usually set on the rains in August, and we are here now. In the next two weeks, will help tell whether the USDA hits the high soybean yield mark of 53.3 bushels per acre on August 12th. The September 2020-November 2020 soybean future spread as of August 15th is currently minus one and three quarters cents, which is considered bullish. Seasonally, soybean prices tend to bottom in October, and the current spot contract is in the 26 percentile of the past five-year price distribution range. Now, for wheat, wheat is always chronically oversupplied, but there is always a story within that supply story which can make a difference to wheat producers. The story at the moment is the weakness in the American dollar, which is always good for wheat demand. If the American dollar takes another leg lower, wheat prices surely could benefit. In Ontario, good wheat harvest has been put to bed, and producers will be planning their next wheat acreage move. With good yields and $7 cash prices, some have called wheat the new corn. However, maybe we'll have to wait and see. Needless to say, producers will be poised to plant this fall, and standing marketing orders for 2021 need to be part of that process. In Ontario, the movement in the Canadian dollar has had a huge effect on Ontario cash prices since March, and the latest depreciation has been troubling. The Canadian dollar move from $0.68 cents to $0.75 cents over the last few months has largely been an inverse reaction to the weakness in the U.S. dollar. There is concern among traders that the U.S. economy will not recover versus the eurozone. There is also no agreement on further government stimulus between the Democrats and the President. There is also the resurgent COVID numbers, and all of this has hurt the value of the American dollar, and the Canadian dollar has benefited. Basis levels for Ontario grains are likely to follow their historical pattern, although much will depend on the crop size in both Ontario and Quebec. As is, the American crop is huge, despite the Direco, which didn't reach areas of the U.S. which can export grain into Ontario or Quebec. As it stands now, the Ontario crop is quite good, despite the dry areas in eastern Ontario and a few other places. In fact, harvest will likely be accentuated if hot weather conditions continue into September. Basis values react with the Canadian dollar and crop conditions, and as we move toward fall, daily marketing and intelligence on basis values needs to be tracked closely. U.S. corn exports are not so good compared to past years, down 16% from last year. However, U.S. soybeans are doing much better. On August 14, 126,000 metric tons of U.S. soybeans were sold to China for 2020 and 21, and this represented the ninth export announcement in the last 10 days, a symbol of the renaissance in Chinese soybean buying. This continues and U.S. yield is dialed back. Soybean prices could have renewed buoyancy going forward. The road ahead will surely be lined with many other grain marketing challenges. COVID-19 still stocks our land in our grain markets. And at the same time, December 2021 corn, as of August 14th, closed at 372, about 50 cents above where the nearby spot contract found itself in the same day. Simply put, we move ahead, and our marketing window is wide open. Measuring those risks over a timeline and pulling the sales trigger within your own risk management plan continues. Risk management never gets old, and in this changing crop space, daily marketing intelligence remains key. This has been the Grain Farmers of Ontario Market Trends Commentary for August and September of 2020. I'm Philip Shaw.